Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yep. Hey, welcome to uh, Two in the Think Tank, episode 11, uh, with Andy and Alistair. I'm Alistair. ATB. Oh. oh, there you go, Andy. You were just pointing too vigorously. ATB. Yeah. So what's going on with you, Andy? AJM. AJM? Well, uh, if you're going to do that, you got to do AGWTB for me. Okay. Thanks. It's going to be a long show, guys. Guys, it's going to be a long show saying Alistair's initials over and 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 over. Anyway, oh, so, uh, I got a sore throat. Yeah, well, you know, you got to learn about neck. your you got to learn about your limitations, Andy. That's something that uh, who's that guy who t- t- tells people what to do? <laughs> Richard Simmons, Tony Robbins. Oh, yeah, he t- that was close. Yeah, yeah, you were kind of close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel Tony like Richard Robbins. Simmons is a is the body's Tony Robbins. And so Tony Robbins is the mind's Tony. Robbins. Yeah, <laughs> the Tony Robbins of the he's mind. The, no, he's the Richard Simmons of the mind. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm a pony. I'm a pony. That's all I remember. I think that was in The Nutty Professor. And that's Tony Robbins? Richard Simmons, yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. I get it. (laughs) You already knew it wasn't Tony (laughs) Robbins, didn't you? I did. This whole time. I was one of those guys who pretends not to know that it's Tony Robbins, but who does know that it's Tony Robbins. I think I'm one of those guys as well, (laughs) which I think is why we're doing a podcast together. Okay, what about... Just two guys who know it's Tony Robbins, but pretend that they don't know it's Tony Robbins. What about this? Okay. Now, this isn't the sketch, right? But this is a thing that occurred to me just that second. Yeah. And I feel like we can turn into something. The seven seven habitats of highly successful people. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now... I don't think I don't know that that line needs to be mentioned in the sketch, but is there something funny about really successful people who live in the jungle? Yeah, or like yeah, and, and burrows. Burrows. And uh, you know that that trapdoor spider. Yeah. I think there should be one of those, but it should be like a, a CEO of a company. Yeah. And he just opens up this circle of dirt <laughs> and grabs like a bird. <laughs> it's walking by, or you know, or something that's more related to. Business. No, I like that it's a bird, yeah. or like a bug, yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, because that's how you know it's like War, you know Warren Buffet or Buffett or whatever. And who I like Buffet. Yeah, Buffet. Because <laughs> he's got a lot on his plate. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea, you know, because they, t- they talk about, he's like, he still drives the same truck that he's had for twenty years. You know, whatever, same truck. He hasn't bought a new truck. Okay? <laughs> He's got so much money, but he doesn't buy any trucks. Right? And so... Like <laughs> you'd think the first thing you'd do <laughs> would be buy some trucks. Buy a truck or two. Yeah, at, at least I mean, he's got, a, he's got a six-car garage, no trucks. <laughs> one truck, but none of them new. Everything else is new in his life. He's yeah. just got this fucking truck. This truck. The uh, guy looks like a lunatic. Yeah. It's out of place. It's incongruous. He's, He's 75% cyborg, but that truck is 35 years old. <laughs> he's had his in- he's become a higher f- plane of being. Yeah. He's just a being of pure energy. Yeah. Still drives the same truck. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. Such huh? a down-to-earth guy. Richest man in the world, eh? Donates so much of his money. So much. None of it to truck company. <laughs> truck company's struggling. Yeah. Most of them going out of business. <laughs> yeah, the automotive industry in, in, in America is suffering. This guy bragging about he doesn't buy no trucks. <laughs> encouraging the public to stay with old trucks. <laughs> Rubbing it in the face of General Motors. Making, making driving an old truck cool again. <laughs> you know who's making driving an old cu- truck cool? <laughs> Warren Buffet. <laughs> Oh. I see a picture of Warren Buffett rolling into like a, a high school car park. Yeah. And everyone, all the other kids are like, <gasps> check out that truck. Oh my God. And Buffett's just swinging his keys, leaning oh. against the fender. It's so old. Oh, he must, he must get it maintained really often. <laughs> 
he must just be really careful with his hundred kilometer service. Yeah. What <laughs> hundred kilometer service? Yeah, hundred kilometer. Ding ding. Um, but yeah, I imagine he sleeps in an old abandoned truck. <laughs> he probably still, he still sleeps in the he truck. He sleeps in it. This is the habitat. You oh know, yeah. He's like a yeah, he, or he's like a maybe not even maybe not even in the truck, just somewhere like underneath it or like in a in a. There's like a hole in the metal that's been rusted away, and he, and he, <laughs> he crawls in. He crawls into there <laughs> inside, and, yeah, like the wheel arch. Yeah, and his little tail kind of hangs out. Warren Buffett's tail? Yeah, Warren Buffett's fuzzy <laughs> little tail. <laughs> and wait, who else would have a uh, habitat? Um, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. And he just he makes a he makes a nest yeah. out of like torn up old books, and then like a like a. No, I was going to think of... What's that bird that collects blue things? Oh, uh, the bower bird. The bower bird. Like a bower bird, but with newspaper. For yep. some reason, his thing is newspapers. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that could be Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> Good. He, he just he just picks up... He, he just surrounds himself with propaganda. <sighs> anyway. It's warmer. It's warm. Keeps him warm. <laughs> yeah, because of the... How thick it is. Well, I couldn't <laughs> do any puns or anything... You couldn't even do any puns, I Alistair. Couldn't do any puns. Couldn't do a single Rupert Murdoch controlling the media, like keeping himself warm. No, I was trying to do a keeping himself warm under with, the covers with his newspapers because they're more. Um, all the it's just outrage generated by Andrew Bolt. Yeah, keeps him warm somehow. Or yeah, something. like all the. All, all the, the heat, friction. All the heat that's on his papers because of their phone hacking scandals. Yes. 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 Oh, oh, we did it, guys. Oh, we oh. finally did it. Oh my god. Okay. So seven habitats of I, habitats. Of I quite like that because I think it's just like you know, if we were filming that sketch, we would just we'd have a nice day out in the woods. Yeah. You know, I, I, I could encourage. I could go down to Tasmania. You know, that's a place kind of. We could go back to Tassie. Tassie. Can go we back could go to the Growling Swallet. Well, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but okay. <laughs> it, it sounds it's like, like it's a perfect mixture of sounding completely filthy and like like you know like like sex filthy and like like a day in the bushlands. Yeah, and a cafe. It's a it's a sex filthy place in the bushlands or a cafe. Seven. The growling swallow is, uh, I believe, it's some sort of uh, section of the forest where maybe a. Uh, a stream goes under wa- underground and makes a funny noise, and it sounds like it's growling. And it's also a swallet. Oh, swallet. I think it was the word swallet that made me think it was filthy. <laughs> and the growling sound. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> growling. The filthy growling. Well, I think, I think highly aroused people, they, they growl. Yeah? <laughs> <sighs> no, that's not an arousal thing. Maybe. Anyway. I just realized because I growl sometimes, but it's not an, a sign of arousal. I just do it sometimes when somebody's, like, putting their hand near my food. I just thought that turned you on. Yeah, it t- does turn me on, but I, <laughs> I didn't want you to know. <laughs> I didn't want to admit it on a recording. Yeah. It's it's now recorded in indelible digital. What does that mean? Is that a, is that a pun? Is that a pun? No, it's not. What? But indelible means that, like, it can't be erased or ever oh. gotten rid of. So it's kind of a joke because, because digital is really easy to erase. Although apparently there's no such thing as like really deleting data. Really? Like even I think even Bill Gates got in trouble with something about like when they when Microsoft got done for antitrust with their monopoly or something forcing yeah. people to sign up for Internet Explorer or some shit, there were some files that he'd tried to delete off his computer that were subpoenaed. And then they found them. They were able to extract them again. And uh, wow, yeah. Even Bill. Well, he maybe at that point we didn't know you couldn't delete things. So does that mm. mean that that our hard drives can just hold a infinite amount of data that you can just keep? That's del- what I'm saying. You can keep deleting That's exactly and what I'm bringing saying. it back. Turn down too far. Oh, you should turn yourself up too far, or not? Or yeah, just to. I was already up too far. Well, I know, but then you went too far down, so you got to go back up. Too far. Too far. At least a half a too far. Yeah, half a too far. <laughs> half an eternity too far. Um, this is... Sorry. Yeah, I don't think that that's the case. I'm sure if you write over the top of the data or something, it probably can't, can't be retrieved. Well, well that's what, that was his error, that he didn't write over his data. Mm. 
Didn't overwrite. Silly Bill Gates. Him and his burrow. <laughs> his interconnected series of tunnels. I mean, I think maybe he could allowing be like him a, to pop up. Maybe he could be like a hermit, a hermit crab type situation. <gasps> yeah, crawling inside. Yeah. What's it? What's about a good like? If you were okay, let's say people are hermit crabs. Mm-hmm. Humans are hermit crabs. Yeah. What would you choose to? Put like the back half of your body inside. What do you think would be a good kind of receptacle okay. that you'd be able to find out there? Maybe a wheelie bin. Yeah, a wheelie bin could be good. And, and the fact that it has wheels would make yeah. it easier to drag behind. Drag. Because <laughs> um, you'd be using your arms to pull yourself forward. You right? would. Or would you, you just would. stick your ass in? Just your ass and have all yeah. your legs and hands hanging out. Because if it was just your just your ass in, maybe like a. Sort of like a like a relatively flimsy sort of shelf cupboard, like standalone cupboard from IKEA, because they're relatively light. Like <laughs> relatively flimsy. Yeah, I I think like a big esky. Maybe oh yeah, I could or, or I like, could stick my ass in a big esky. Or like a trunk where you would keep a lot of costumes in. Oh, the old costume trunk box. Yeah, costume box. Yeah, costume box. And then, like, then you could close it over you. First of all, you'd be warm because you'd have yeah. all those costumes mm-hmm. over you. Yeah. You could keep changing identities. Yes. You know, for... Which is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, look, that would make a highly effective, highly, highly effective person. Well, <laughs> what's, a, what's a sketch that we can do with an identity? Something to do with identity theft. Okay. Um, I can't give my identity away. Yeah, there's that. I left my identity on the street with the keys in and the engine running, <laughs> and nobody wanted it. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, or, or or maybe there's somewhere where you're applying for an identity, and then you're trying to get the identity of the person who's taking your details down. You. <laughs> somewhere where you're applying for an identity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is why I don't come up with the ideas. No, maybe I do come up with the ideas. You do know. come up with the ideas. Okay, great. Good. Oh, thank God. I like to reassure you sometimes yeah, that you come up with the this ideas. This is what I do. I, I have. I make one mistake and I just crumble. <laughs> That, I've never done anything worthwhile in my entire life. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh, pathetic failure. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So somebody can't give their identity away. They. Uh, but what but they that is kind of a thing that like you feel like you're only as good as your last joke in like uh, in comedy or whatever, mm. and and then you take that off stage and you just take that into your everyday life. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I, I I I brought it to comedy. People think that because of me. Yeah. <laughs> That wasn't, that wasn't a thing in yeah. comedy before I came along. Yeah. And people saw how quickly I crumbled after I did one bad joke, and yeah. they were like, wow, I guess you're only as good as your last joke. Yeah, that's where <laughs> that saying came from me. But I didn't just have it as jokes back in the day. I just had it as everything. You're only as good as your last everything. So <laughs> if I made a bad sandwich, I've never made a good sandwich in my life. Yeah. If I had a bad helicopter landing. Yeah. Uh, it's the worst. <laughs> Actually, is the worst. Yeah, it is. It is terrible. You're only as good as your last helicopter, helicopter landing. <laughs> you know what they say? You can't rest on your laurels. No, especially in a helicopter. In a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine it'd be very easy to rest at all in a helicopter. No. Like, do you ever say, like, "Oh, sorry, I fell asleep on that helicopter on the way here"? Really? No one's ever said that. No one's ever said I just, that. I just napped. It's, it's okay. I, I actually got quite a bit of sleep on the helicopter yeah. <laughs> on the way here. I <laughs> probably could actually, but if like helicopter lag would be so much worse than jet lag, I imagine. Just, just anything where you have to wear ear protection all the time. Do you have to wear ear protection on a helicopter? I picture yeah, yes. Yeah, is the answer to that. Yeah, they they can't. I'm they amazed that they put the president in a helicopter they don't seem safe to me yeah and look they're they're both not safe they're also so fuel inefficient yeah because you're they're just it's just all it's doing is constantly fighting the force of gravity yeah at least with a plane you've got lift from your forward movement yeah you feel like with planes gravity to a certain extent says okay look I'll, I'm going to give you a free pass. Like mm. I've tried pulling you down, um, yeah. and and we've established that planes fly. Yeah, it seems like they were built for fly. They're quite a lot like birds. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to argue with the plane. Yeah, but a helicopter. I feel like gravity doesn't take its eye off that helicopter for a fucking second. Like no. the whole time, it is it is clinging to 
it's a it's just like it's a it's a it's a loose it's a very fragile equilibrium yeah and it's because it's so noisy yeah. gravity can't get any sleep or it can't it can't forget about helicopters gravity's upset yes that's helicopters upset gravity <laughs> and that's why so many people die in helicopter crashes so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. guys if you this is my it's our new religion it's uh Upsetting the universal constants <laughs> of the universe. It's yeah. too it's the, too offensive. Yeah. Apparently bumblebees shouldn't fly. Yeah. And I feel like bumblebees and helicopters are pretty much like the same sort of thing. But I scientists st- have done studies and they can't work out how bumblebees are able to stay in the air because from an aerodynamic point of view it shouldn't be possible. Maybe it's just because <laughs> they're super light. I wonder if they they considered that when the scientists looked into it. They probably didn't. Because they look really heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I just assumed it was really heavy. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a scientist. Yeah, there's a lot of assumptions there. We measured everything else, but we just took a punt at the weight. Yeah. (laughs) What do you reckon? Two kilos? Yeah, probably. We we couldn't get them to sit down, you know, (laughs) sit still. No, I've seen footage of, like, I think it was maybe on a David Attenborough thing where the, the bumblebee wakes up. Right, I don't know. <laughs> wakes up yeah. in the morning. Yeah, wakes up in the morning, and then he goes out onto the like leaf or something, <laughs> <laughs> and and then he has to like he just like starts like sort of rolling his shoulders a bit, roll him over, yeah, rolling over, and then he starts warming up his muscle like that, and he's just like yeah. you know yep. sort of shadow boxing a bit, yeah, and then but he has to like get his body really warm before he can even get the the, the wings flapping at the at the rate that they need to in order to get him to even be able to launch. Yeah, yeah. So he has to start like okay, and then he starts flapping a bit, and he's like flappity flap flap flap, and then eventually he starts going like. You know, but then yeah, that's like that. quite a good. Yeah, I think you can get a pretty high RPM on that. Yeah, yeah. and then then that's when he takes off. But he, you can see, I think they had maybe a heat camera on him, <sighs> and they could really on a on a bumblebee, you can really see the the heat change. Do you think bumblebees are just fat bees? <laughs> I think that's how we treat them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <they're laughs> so look at that chubby old bee. Like like I've never been afraid of a bumblebee. <laughs> like bees and bumblebees. Once upon a time, they had a common ancestor. They were the same thing. And then mm. the bumblebees were just all the fat ones who got ostracized mm. and then became their own species. Yeah. Do they? Do, do they, they live in hives? I don't think they... I don't know if they live in hives. Are they solitary? I think they might be solitary <laughs> because <laughs> they're the a, fat ones. a single bumblebee. Oh. Couldn't get into the hive anymore. Do you think that in human society, fat people will eventually become so ostracized because of our pressure on body image, image. and stuff, and, yeah. that they'll they'll branch off and become their own species, and then scientists will look at them and say, "We don't know no, how, how they're, they're able fly. to walk, oh. fly. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't be able to fly." Yeah. But then they'll be out there rolling their shoulders. Maybe they're really light. Yeah, I don't know. We we we're not going to measure them, and we're not, certainly not going to ask them. Yeah, maybe that's why they didn't weigh the bumblebee because they thought it would embarrass them. <laughs> We don't want to draw attention to this. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you've had a hard enough life. You've been you've been ostracized from your genetic people. Can we can we weigh you? <gasps> How dare you? How? <laughs> they just asked the bumblebees about their weight and they just lied. <laughs> yeah. I'm a size 8. What do you guys eat? Oh, I just have a, a cucumber. <laughs> Once a week, and <laughs> and oh, I just just a couple of flakes of corn flakes. A couple of flakes of corn flakes, flakes. <laughs> it's, I I never snack in between meals, or if I do, it's just a glass of water. <laughs> I just read a big article about about obesity yes last night. How big? Did you it, feel ashamed after you it, read it? It was actually it, was so it was actually took forever to get yeah. through it. Yeah, yeah. It was. Were you full? I did feel bloated with information <laughs> afterwards about obesity. Yeah, but then you kept reading. But then I thought I'd get it like maybe like a and and actually, then I read afterwards. I read an article about diabetes, even though I was already full of information about obesity. Yeah. And so I thought because my brain was kind of hurting, so I thought, all right, I'll get a. A band put around my brain <laughs> to maybe just slow the intake of, of information. information. But I've been warned that if I uh, if I keep consuming information at the rate that I was before, 
with this band on, I could break and then I could die. <laughs> I could vomit myself to death. Vomit out information. <laughs> to death. To death. Um, the, the Were you going to say anything else about no, the obesity article? No, I don't think so. Okay. Because, like, the lap band surgery, getting a, a band around your stomach. Yeah. Can we do a sketch with that? Something to do with that? Yeah. Like, getting a... But getting a... a a band around some other aspect of your body, personality, and or life. Yeah, right. Um, like a big elastic band around something so that you... What are some other things where, like... <laughs> you could even do it with, like... Um, there's internal lap band surgery. Yeah. Um, but then we've also developed um, external lap band surgery, which is where we just go around your house to all your food containers and we put a big elastic band, like, around your... Um, your bag of cereal. Yeah. So you can't get to the cereal in the bottom. You can only get to the cereal at you the top. Can, yeah, you can only access little bits at a time. <laughs> yeah. Even when you're coming through with your hand, you kind of drop a lot. It's yeah. like a skill tester test. <laughs> skill tester test? Is that what they're called? Skill testers? It's a skill tester. Skill tester. Yeah. Or, um, okay. Wait. Uh, rubber what band. else could you put your elastic band around? So, something about somebody who overmothers their child. Yes. So okay. you put a rubber band around <laughs> their teat. Their te- yeah. <laughs> oh, but then the teat will drop That's off. Horrible. But constrain. Yeah. Won't <laughs> won't that cut off the blood supply to my testicles? <laughs> <laughs> Someone who has too many kids. And someone who jerks off too band. much, and so the lap band. They're actually it's actually right in your lap. This one. Yeah. And um, and it'll um. It, it should stop you from masturbating. But won't it cut off the blood <laughs> supply to my testicle and then they'll eventually fall off? I've Maybe. Never, I've never heard of that happening. <laughs> I've certainly never listened to anyone who was telling me that was happening. And that's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> I've never heard that. Is that a good argument? I've never heard, of, heard that. <laughs> hmm. mm. I've. I don't take in a lot of information. I had a guy the other day at the bottle shop like who was being really fussy about what he wanted, but a lot of the time he would just go, I've never heard of these brands. Right? And so so when when I'd reckon I rec- we recommend stuff that we thought was good and you go, I've no, I've, I don't I don't know any of those names. And then I go, okay, well how about this which is one that you d- did know and he's like, oh, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like may- like maybe cuz can that's the that's the worst mixture of being both a really picky Person, and sort of really like ignorant. Yeah, both picky and ignorant. But and maybe he's just like Groucho Marx, and he wouldn't want to be a member of any club that would have him as a member. Like anything that he knows about, I'm I'm just a uh, look. I'm just a schmo. I'm just I don't know anything. So uh, anything that I know about mustn't be good. Uh, anything I don't know. But about. But he's also afraid of the unknown. Yeah, anything <laughs> I don't know about mustn't be of a high enough quality. Yeah. <laughs> he was in a bad place, that guy. Yeah, uh, you'd have to probably introduce wine into him into his subconscious, maybe. I don't like, know. While he was sleeping, yeah. So he knows it, both knows about it, but doesn't know about. It. He sees the wine, and he just has this feeling of deja vu. I feel like I know about this wine. Yeah, that's what he wanted. He wanted a wine that he felt he knew, and that he felt maybe he knew that, that he got to good. know when he was in primary school, and then hadn't seen for years and years. But there was just something about it. It was like, mm, I think maybe we went on a school trip with this wine, or maybe maybe we just shared a bus ride. But there's something there. There's a connection. There's an old. It's an old flame. Old flame. Old flame. I mean that thing about from from um, what was that movie? That movie you were just talking about. Uh, Putting something in somebody's head while they sleep. Oh, Inception. Inception. I wasn't talking about that, but okay. But that's <laughs> yeah. Um, that idea that because they say in that that you gotta the person has to like you can't just tell them. They have to think that it comes from them, yeah, or else they won't accept the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's such a true thing. Oh, yeah, I think you need to do that with everything. Make people think that it's their idea, yeah, and then they'll be like, yeah, yeah, that's this is a good idea. I do that all the time. It's fucked. You do that to people? No, I like I I, I have that thing where I, I I think it happens where like something somebody suggests something, and then I will be like, yeah, fuck that, 
and then you know a couple of days later the idea will come back to me and I'll be like oh that's a good idea but it'll take a while for me to realize that it was not my idea it was at somebody all. else's idea if at all maybe my entire personality is just things that people have suggested to me a couple of days before and then it'll slowly <laughs> come back to me after initially being rejected so does that mean that you get the pleasure of rejecting things I do. and no but like I think we all do it but like you get the pleasure of rejecting things and thinking that you're your own person. Yep. But then you also get to be improved by the world. And but you're also There's no downside. And also you pretty much have no free will. It's all will. Yeah. All win. All win? All win. Yeah. All win for me. Win and no free will. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would it would upset you to for me to tell you that you have no free will. I probably would. Yeah. yeah. You have but no free will. What? Yeah. How do you feel? Upset. Yeah. I had a feeling it might. Um, when boats get tipped upside down, they refer to that as the boat being upset. <laughs> <laughs> Which it would be. Yeah. It's, I've seen, like, oh, it's amazing to see those giant cruise ship boats when they tip on their side. Amazing. Yeah. It's worth it. it. It's almost <laughs> worth Yeah. The uh, loss of life and yeah. millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, I mean, the millions of dollars I don't care about. I mean, mostly because they're not mine. No, but. and also these are people who are going on a boat cruise. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you're not a real human being no. <laughs> if you're going on a boat cruise. No, that's true. You're like you've forfeited most of your rights. Humanity. Um, it's You've cursed the land on which we grew yeah. and taken to the oceans yeah. so that you to be with other rich so, so that you dickheads. Could have buffet 12, 12 Warren times buffet? A, no, buffet. Sorry. E- eat a buffet um, <laughs> 12 times a day. Should we... Should, do people call buffets buffets? Possibly. I think you get... You, certainly boats get buffeted by the wind. I don't know if there's a connection. There isn't. We should move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's all you can eat. Yep. How about this? Okay. All you can watch, listen watch. to, stand, stand. All you can Here. stand. <laughs> <laughs> All you can stand. Restaurant. Yeah. Okay. So you can eat as much as you want, but as you continue to eat, the food just keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah. So <laughs> they're they're like it's just a question of what you can tolerate. They keep bringing you like each the next plate. So they they just bring it to you. So it's table service. Yeah. Right. And each plate is the same variety of foods, which because it's a buffet, it's like you've got a slice of pizza, yep. you've got chicken nuggets. You've got some um, pasta salad. You've got pasta salad. You've got um, a shitload of prawns and yep. a couple of oysters. And um, oh, what are those potato gems? And potato potato gems. gems, yeah. And and then about 50 rashers of bacon. Yep. Right? Okay. So they keep bringing that so to you. So they bring that, but each time the quality of the food is less. So that, yeah. you know, the, like, you know, the, the second time the oysters are sort of like, you know, they're sort of more shrivelly and dry. You know, by the third time the oysters have hepatitis in them. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, you know, the pizza just gets like, you know, first time you're... You're getting your pizza from crust. <laughs> well, that's not the best. <laughs> it's not. Crust isn't actually. Okay, it's a homemade. Food. You know, somebody and and as they put it, it's like homemade, and some Italian woman goes, "Well, are you skin and bones." Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Okay. Smacks you on the face. <laughs> that is the best. That's the best. <laughs> but you know, it's because it's because they use very few ingredients. It's very simple food. Mm. That's why it's so good. And she keeps and it very simple. You. It's mostly slapping. That's <laughs> where a lot of the pain comes from. The relief of the slapping. <laughs> That sentence made no sense. No? You said a lot of the pain comes from oh, the relief so of the slapping. Sorry, I meant the enjoyment comes from the relief of the slapping. From the pain. Slapping causes pain. Yeah, okay. I think that's a that's a concept. All you can stand restaurant. All you can stand. All right, we'll write it down. Yeah. But also maybe the service... Yeah, the service would get worse and worse. Do you have to be standing? <laughs> <laughs> is, is it like you have to eat it like... They actually don't, they don't hand you a plate. It's a paper plate. Well. Yeah, yeah. No, well, that's that's yeah. That's later on. They take away the table oh, yeah. and the chairs, and you stand there with a spork trying to eat this stuff off a paper plate. And the music degenerates as well. The music's terrible, and you're starting to have to make small talk. In the end, it's just like an office Christmas party. Yeah, and the booze is getting worse as well. Yeah, and like so by by the end, like even goon is too good for you. Like 
Yeah. They're, uh, they're, 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 they're scooping stuff out of bins. Yeah, yeah. Like, like oh, no, it's the it's the, the sp- stuff people spit out at wine tasting. That's oh, the, the, sort the spittoon. Of the, the spittoon stuff. Ugh. But, you know... I feel it's, like there are some people who cheap. would go to this restaurant. Yeah. Would definitely <laughs> but it's cheap. <laughs> but it's cheap. <laughs> so, I mean, that's it. Like, there's got to be a reason why people are going to go to this. Yeah. But it's all, but it's also like it's like a challenge. Make it make it through the last round, and you get a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and all and I like I all expenses s- paid trip to the hospital. Yeah. Well, you got to pay the ambulance fees. <laughs> I mean, as long as you've got ambulance cover. Ambulance cover is recommended. And uh, is Sir interested in the uh, the ambulance cover this evening? <laughs> um, no, I'm going to back myself. I don't think I'm going to... The chef recommends the ambulance cover. Yeah, the chef... The ambulance cover is particularly good Yeah, this uh, season. Oh, and uh, try these antacids. Antacids is what they're called? Antacid. You know, ants actually do have acid in them. Yeah. Formic acid. Formic. And is mm. that? That's why they smell bad when you squish them. Really? But apparently only some people can smell that. Really? That's a thing. That's one of those genetic things, like being able to smell asparagus pee. Only some people can smell some ants people when they get... Some people can't smell asparagus pee? I, d- I can't. You can't smell it? No, but I can smell ants when they get squished. I can smell both. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not flawed in any oh, way. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm flawed. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> of course. Like if, these are basic no, functions. Like, like if you can't smell something that's a really strong smell, imagine what else you're missing in perception. Most things. Probably. If you can't smell asparagus pee, how do you expect to appreciate the beauty of a sunset? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that there are any other. No. You think those are the only two things that you're missing out on? Probably. That sounds that sounds that sounds really naive. <laughs> it sounds like you're not seeing something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing out on my own naivety. Yeah, <laughs> That's one thing for yeah. a start. That's at least one thing that you can't experience. You know how Christians I think one time I was at a bowling it wasn't even me, I'm gonna but I'm pretending mm. it's gonna be me. I was at a bowling club with uh, a friend we were on a road trip and uh we're sitting having food, and then some guys came and sat down next to us. They were having some food as well. I think I, maybe I got the steak Diane. Yeah, because you know it's a bistro anyway. And, steak uh, Diane. And uh, but you know it was, it was it was in a coastal town, and it was overlooking a beach and the water. Mm-hmm. The water was there as well. Yeah, and not just the beach. And it was, the, it was you could see the sunset. So I'm guessing we were on the west coast in this case. Yeah. And um, and one of the guys says, "Hey, when you see that." kind of beauty how can you not believe in god you know how can you not know that there's a god hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There. Right. Oh. I feel like that when I smell asparagus pee. <laughs> <laughs> How could there not be a god <laughs> when something's so intense and kind of awful? Yeah. Yeah, there must be. A designer. This is a, an interesting thing. That's that's good. Uh, but I don't I have anywhere to go with it. It wasn't really anything. No, no, no. But it's interesting and funny. This is an interesting thing about that I found out recently about monotheistic religions versus pantheistic religions, mm. Okay, where you only have one god versus you have a bunch of gods. Yeah. That monotheistic religions are much harder to make work from like a theological point of view and like explain things to people. Because if you have more than one god... You know, you have a bunch of gods. You can say, well, yeah, there's one god who loves you, sure, but then there's this other god who hates you, and he's responsible for all the bad stuff. Whereas if you've only got one god, everyone's like, so why does God allow bad things to happen? But if you've got more than one god, you can be like, well, that's because that guy's the other guy is a dickhead. Yeah, you see, that's good. That's that's way easier. I know. It 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 seems obvious, right? I would I would much prefer. Yeah, I think I'd be more likely to still be in a religion if it was for that. Yeah, if they're just a bunch of gods, 
and there was one who was responsible for all this different stuff. And like, and I would love, <clears throat> I would love if there were gods. Yeah, you know, like people of real authority, <laughs> you know, who can actually do magic. Like, do you think if you knew, you absolutely knew that there was a god, yeah, who was watching what you're doing and judging you, mm. okay? Do you think that that would change the way you lived your life? Like, do you think that you would make better use of your time? Be less of a, you know, lazy person? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> like, in the end, it's just, it just comes down to effort that I'm not willing to put out. <laughs> but if you knew, say, that God had given you particular gifts, particular opportunities, yeah. and, you know, there was a chance, well, you knew that you were probably going to go to hell. Okay. Can you imagine... Knowing I was going to go to hell. Yeah. Because there are people who must feel that, right? Who, yeah. Who believe in God and, like, they know that if they do this thing, then they will go to hell. I think it would be like when you're working in a job and then you hand in your letter of resignation, but it's, like, a month away. <laughs> and you've got a month where you're just like, I am not motivated to do anything. Yeah, so, like, I know I'm going to hell. I yeah. guess that's why... Um, Catholicism has to have confession and the chance that people can get out of going to hell. Because yeah. otherwise people would do one bad thing and then be like, well, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. What's the point? So they have to have that built-in thing where you yeah. can just like, as a, as a last thought on your deathbed, you can just go, sorry, like that, yeah. and then you go, ah, it's all right, he still loves you then. Because like n- no one would believe in, surely, if well, there wasn't the the possibility of forgiveness. Yeah, well, that's the thing is that, that when when this religion was sort of being built, yeah, like because it would have come from earlier ideas and things like that, and yeah. it would have been all these flawed religions before, yeah. where that wasn't there, yeah. And then someone was like, okay, right, we got to put in this clause. Okay, well, that clearly didn't work. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a programmer, you yeah. know, who's like they're finding all the loops that people can get out of the loopholes and things like that. Okay, okay. Well, all right. Well, then people uh, building Facebook, looking at MySpace, and being like, okay, we don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. And then, so so now we got to be able to do that, and then also okay. We gotta we gotta put in there that this God says that all other all other religions are good. Yeah, good. are bad. Yep, you know? that's a good and one. So that's he's gonna say, okay. and if you believe in them, you're going to hell. All right. All right. Okay. I'm worried that um, people uh, aren't gonna like. How do we get them in to to begin with? Like, because getting people in that's yeah. tough. So what if we told everybody that like they were bad to begin with, yeah, right? Straight yeah. away. And then they're like, they've got a reason to come down, mm. okay? Just for that first time, yeah. at least. No, absolutely. Yeah. And why don't we get them? And a good way to tell them that is when they're in a really bad place. Like, let's say they're, they're sort of like poor. Yeah, We can good, get them while they're poor good. and things like that. And it's like, well, the reason you're poor mm-hmm. is because uh, you, uh, you do bad you things. It's bad because stuff. of you, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and, uh, but luckily, there's a guy who loves you and wants to make you better. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so do you think you think that, that people will go for that? So he loves them, right? Yeah, but yeah, how yeah. do we explain then that like bad stuff's happening to them? Oh, well, uh, he loves them as long as they s- s- apologize good, for the bad stuff good, that they've done. Good, yep. yeah. So he's a dickhead. Great, yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. Very so, selfish. No, no, this is good. Let's write this down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. is, anyone, is anyone writing this down? Yeah, this is all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I know there's okay. There's twelve of us here. Let's <laughs> let's just each write down write down our own version. <laughs> no. Hey, were all the old books from? Although I do like the idea. I have often thought about that, but I don't know how we could build it. But like, but like the Bible as, yeah, like a, as a computer program, or like because cause like, or, or like religion as a computer program, and so it's got all these. Yeah, it does all have all these clauses and these logic things yeah. that are in there to keep you in. Or like a virus, kind of thing, like a virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, that protects itself and mm, and multiplies. Like that's the mm. thing is that it's also got to be like because it's a meme, right? So yeah. religion's a meme, and so it has to has to find a way of spreading from mind to mind to mind like that. Like so, yeah, it's kind of like a computer virus or a regular virus. Mm. But like so, you know, it's like it's like that computer virus that used to get into your computer and then find your your address book and then yeah. email itself to all the other yeah, ones. Yeah, and so it's like yeah. Like that landmark form that goes like, "Hey, tell everybody you know," yeah. and you get them on board, right? That's what you got to do. Get them down. Yeah, and that's them. That's them accessing your address book, <laughs> right? And then just going, "Come on down to this thing." It's the opposite of Fight Club. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first rule of this cult <laughs> is uh, you gotta tell all your friends yeah. and people you don't know. Yeah. That's the opposite of Fight Club. That's what religion is as well. It's Love Club. Love Club. I'm gonna. I don't know if it's a sketch at all, but uh, it's kind of been done as well. But yeah, religion is a computer program that guys are writing. Blah blah blah. <laughs> blah blah blah. Yeah. No, I think you can just have a bunch of nerds sitting around in an office trying to write something. But they're mm. writing, um, yeah, a religious program. Yeah. Mm, something something in that. Yeah. Like a... There's 12 of them. A, a religious program. For some reason, when you said that, it made me think of like a... Like a... Like a like TV a show? Rock uh, kind of music festival program. <laughs> anyway... Yeah. So uh, you know, I got I'm wearing a jumper, and uh, it's blue. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of dirty a little bit, but it is kind of dirty. Yeah, but uh, you got a bit of filth on you there. But you know, it's not what you wear; it's how you wear it. Okay. And I wear it dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I wear it dirty. And I wear it dirty. You like it the way I'm dirty. Yeah. So, um, what else is in the news? What else is in the news? Uh. Racism, yeah. So that thing about Eddie Maguire, yeah. Saying he trying to make he a joke. was trying to make a joke, and I think he was trying to make a joke about like an imagine how awful it would be if somebody did this. Do you think that's what he was saying? He was trying to do like a how bad would this be if somebody did this thing or said this thing? Yeah, I think but so. You can't do that yeah. at all. Like maybe yeah, I think he could have been going because yeah, he, like, he was he was suggesting people are racist, that right? And so that sounds like the kind of thing that a racist racist people would do. Yeah, get. yeah, yeah. I think that's what he was trying to do, and he just expressed it super poorly. But but also he hasn't established himself in the community as that kind of. Uh, <laughs> character comedian no. who does the imagine how awful it would be if I said this kind of comedy. Yeah, he's he's involved in the kind of character uh, thing of 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 a sport. Yeah, uh, which is known for being more bigoted a lot of the time. Actually, it was in a week that was celebrating mm. inclusivity. Inclusivity because, and they have to do that because. <laughs> There's <laughs> comedy's all about timing, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and he got it wrong. There was a few. There was a few rules of comedy that he broke. There. Yeah, there were. There First were. of all, be a con- comedian. Context. Yeah. Context. Yeah. Do it. Do it in timing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his delivery wasn't great. He didn't uh, express himself all that well either. Yeah. Um. I think he went over his five minutes. Yeah, I would say so. Probably got the light uh, and. Uh, he uh <laughs> I'm not sure if he's blamed the audience. <laughs> I think he probably has. Yeah. Yeah, blame the audience. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be at all surprised. Yeah. But you know, when you're making jokes like that, you got that's what you got to understand is that you got to pay uh you got to accept that there's risks involved with every kind of joke and uh you got to be ready to accept the consequences. If he'd been doing a character it would have been okay. Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, because so like just blame the character. So Do you think that you could say that he could come out and say that he was doing a character who just happened to be exactly the same as him in every regard, except for the character said that thing? Or he could say that he's been doing a character this all entire along time, and <laughs> that this whole thing has been a joke. <laughs> like, doesn't that seem weird to you guys? Somebody who would both own a football club and be on a TV show called Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? <laughs> he's a character. It's a character. <laughs> he's the sort of like he's like the Mr. Burns of Melbourne. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, really rich and kind of uh, Eddie everywhere. Yeah, he's just doing everything. Yeah, he's like popping up all over the place. It's, it's wacky a joke, little guys. guy. Anyway, I'm Eddie Mac Guire. Guire. <laughs> <laughs> That's my name. 
<laughs> anyway, I'm going to stop doing the character now. Now, all right. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys have finally realised that this has been a big joke. Do you think a character could get elected to Parliament? Do you think you could be doing a character, and everyone knows that you're doing a character, but the character gets elected to Parliament? Maybe even a, an, an existing character, like Alf from Neighbours or Home and Away or wherever Alf's from. Um, do you think that you could run for Parliament in character? Discuss. I think, to a certain extent, uh, probably no. But I would like to say yes, because I think that's, like, in terms of popularity and things like that, you'd probably you'd probably get the kids on board. Kids yeah. love a character. I kids love, character. love a joke. Because that's what the internet's all about, right? It's all about the lols. It is. I think so. I, mean, I think I think there's definitely a sketch in someone running for parliament as a character, like a yeah, maybe an existing character, maybe or Norman maybe, Gunston, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, but but I think the sketch would be the person out of character talking about it. Yeah, and then every time they appear in public, they're as the character, and they what? make they try and make the decisions that that character would make. What if something horrible happened to Tony Abbott, right? Right. And God uh, forbid. God forbid. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then he couldn't l- no longer he could no longer lead the party, right? Right. And so they got a Tony Abbott impersonator. No, no, no. So they got a Julia Gillard impersonator <laughs> <laughs> to come up against it because people are always talking about the real Julia. Yeah. Who's the real Julia? Yeah, and. When are we going to see the real and Julia? And they don't like, you know, may- maybe they they don't like Julia Gillard. Yeah. So somebody who's definitely not Julia Gillard is somebody pretending to be Julia Gillard. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, <laughs> Julia versus fake Julia. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what happens yet. Um, Do they have a fight? <laughs> <laughs> this is where that sketch is going to go. I I think I think there's, there's there's the concept there. I think that's fine. I think you could say, yeah, do that. Julia Gillard impersonator running for parliament against, against Julia, Julia Gillard. Gillard. Yeah. Okay. My fellow Australians, <laughs> you want to be that? Well, I could. Oh, were we saying that a, a man couldn't? A man <laughs> pretending to be a woman couldn't be prime minister? I'm not saying that. No, yeah. I'm saying you probably couldn't be the leader of the Liberal Party. <laughs> I know, but the Liberal Party is both has a leader, all right, who who then uh, who first of all is mocking the leader of the opposition yeah. uh, of, of of the Labour oh. Party. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So people don't like Julia Gillard so much yeah. that someone being a mockery of Julia Gillard yeah. could actually be elected instead of Julia Gillard. Yeah. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, and plus, the people in the Liberal Party are the people who are most likely to find that. a man in a dress hilarious. Good. All right? Yep. And also, they get to start appealing to some of the minorities, which they don't normally... First of all, women. Good. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, transgender. Yeah. Right? And possibly, you know, uh, the, the gay and lesbian community. Maybe not all of them. <laughs> But the ones, you know, who maybe like people who dress in other cl- clothing? Sure. They could make the Julia Gillard character a lesbian. Oh, my God. That's great. That is okay? great, isn't and it? And they could make her Asian as well. He could be an Asian man pretending <laughs> to be... And we could do interviews with um, people on the street saying, well, speaking as a, a lesbian woman, um, I find it offensive mm. that they're doing an impersonation of a lesbian, um, especially such a stereotypical... Um, one, yeah. um, but at the same time, I do feel like having a lesbian in power, even if it is a fake, a fake one, yeah. uh, is still a step in the right direction. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, I just fe- I still f- I still feel so at least more represented than I was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is a wow. Fake Julia Gillard. Fake. Julia Gillard, <laughs> leader of the opposition. Of opposition. This is the most fun part of our podcast, I think, is for everyone. I've probably commented on this before, Asian but the bit where Al slowly summarizes the bit that we just... Asian man. 
Yeah, didn't I say that before? Oh, maybe. I wasn't I thought, listening. I thought that, that's how they could get all the minorities. <laughs> all of them. Well, you, you know what I mean? Because like, is, there, is, is there a thing where, like, I think minorities... Careful, Al. Yes. <laughs> careful. No, but like, careful, okay, steady. Okay, you know in the way that, like, um, there's often, like, guys who are Sri Lankan who grew up in Australia, who are really into hip-hop, right? Yeah. And a lot of the time was because they related to uh, hip-hop because they were like... They, they, they said that it was... Outsiders. It, they were outsiders. It was mm. being a minority and things like that. So I think there's there's a certain uh, thing that, that brings minorities together and that they're, they're, they're all, they all have the same minority plight thing. Yeah. In the not being white. Yeah. Possibly. Anyway. Possibly in our minds. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. I don't know about it. <laughs> but 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 it's still just it's still as. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Woman. I think I think I think we get it. Woman. I think we can move on. She pretends to be a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> even though, uh, yeah, I feel like even a mockery of everything I believe in still in some way, represents <laughs> me. Still represents me better than the Liberal <laughs> Party was not even acknowledging me, really, before. Better than both the Labour Party and the Liberal <laughs> Party at the moment. Yeah. The mockery party. See, so sometimes an idea is just not complex enough. Yeah. Until it just needs more layers. It just needs way more layers. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's I just fine. I was just picturing what that person would look like. <laughs> um, this guy dressed as Julia pretending to be a lesbian. Yeah. Because something unfortunate had to happen to Tony Abbott. God forbid. That God forbid. God forbid. <laughs> that ever happened. Something awful. God, who I believe in. Who I, who I definitely believe in. Maybe all the gods that I would believe in if they were, if they were the current going thing. Praying for people's funny. But I don't want to talk about religion anymore. Yeah, cool. Forget that. Chocolate. That's good. Old El Paso. Where did that Old come Del from? Old El Paso. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that American? Because I think El, El, Old El Paso is like a... El Paso, I think it might be in, in Texas. I don't know. I liked it, like... Because that part of America, I think, used to be Mexico. Texas. Yeah, I think so. Was in Mexico. I think, or California and all that, or maybe where's Texas? Is well, Texas down the bottom. It's down the bottom. Yeah, and then there's New Mexico. I don't know what the deal is with that. Is California right on the border, or is that, or is Texas down on the border? I think Texas <sighs> might be on the border. I oh, really God. don't know. This is terrible, isn't yeah. it? That we don't know anything about the structure. Like, people make fun of Americans for not knowing where any anything is in the but world. But everybody else but in the world doesn't know about the geography of America. Yeah. So. <laughs> So the joke's on everybody else. The joke's the on world. everybody. Yeah. Absolutely everybody is a joke. A pathetic joke. Plus, they probably know more about war. There you go. Than most people. Calling places like New Mexico and stuff, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Why New Mexico? That old Mexico's all rubbish. New New Zealand? <laughs> I actually think that a sketch has been done to that effect. To the new New Zealand? Uh, no, just new, like how it's funny to call something New South Wales and that sort of thing. Like, well, oh, what yeah, if it reminds you of South Wales. What if you were to call, let's say we, we create a new place called New South Wales. Yeah. And then we just changed New South Wales to Old South Wales. Right. So that way, you could still have a new place called New South Wales, and then it would it would benefit from the publicity that it's already had from the history of New South Wales. Yeah. Okay. So if um, New South Wales, for whatever reason, forgets to re-register their trademark yeah. of New South Wales, yeah, we buy it out. We, we buy we, it up. We register it. Yeah. Maybe we could call the ACT New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> if like at one state goes in and, and registers the another state's name. So, well, you can't be called that anymore. And you know what would be great? Is that people would be outraged. Some yeah. people. Like, I could just imagine some people who would just be like, It's our name! It's our name! It's our name! <laughs> our state! Names. 
Like, who gives a shit about your name? Yeah. Like if, if if somebody wanted me to change my name, I probably would. I do. Eh? I you do, do want you to change what, your what name. What do you want me to change my name to? Uh, Lionel de Berg. Lionel de Berg. Yeah. <laughs> I I wonder how different my life would be if my name was Lionel. So de Berg. different. Do you think so? Oh my god, it would be unimaginably different. I think I'd have to dress differently. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to wear more suit jackets. I, yeah. Maybe a, oh, I'd have to wear a fedora. Probably. You'd almost certainly have to drive like an old Mercedes. And do you think with a fedora on and like a little feather in it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is Lionel de Berg's job? What do you think he does? No. Do you think he sells antiques or? Yeah, he could definitely or like or something about like values homes. Ah, yes. Yeah, he's yeah. a valuer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and but he does it mostly in the country. Yep. Yeah, and all the state houses. And he drives around staying in bed and breakfasts. Oh, definitely, and he... And he's never been with a woman. He's <laughs> and he has he has regular dairy milk in his tea and coffee. And, yeah. And one sugar. <laughs> he, uh... He has no hair on his ass. <laughs> this is still you, it's just a different name. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. Have, I have hair on my ass. Okay, so does that mean Lionel gets his ass waxed? Well, he'll have to. I'll have to just to fit my personality. <laughs> and, um... But then eventually he meets a woman. Oh. She's got two kids. And she's really young. Like, 19 or something like that. Two <laughs> kids. And he's about 40. Yep. And he becomes that creepy guy who, like, has a 19-year-old girlfriend and he's 40. Oh, there's a guy who I, anyway, uh, what is with those guys who are like 36 and they're with like 20-year-old girls? It's, I don't know. But love is love. It's Al. not. It's got nothing to do with love. Love just transcends all it's, boundaries. <laughs> it's like, that guy and is not it's beautiful. It's a, it's a beautiful thing it's that he is able to find it in his heart. To love this young woman, He's, oh, it's despite so, the fact that she's so young, so many generations away, <laughs> that he can hardly relate to her at all on any kind of intellectual level, and it's it's amazing that he allow that he still overcomes those boundaries to be with this really young, young girl. woman with her young body. <laughs> Yeah, initially it was difficult for me because she's so young yeah. and um, she's got such a young body, yeah. uh, and that was that was hard for me to to get past. Yeah. Um, uh, but we worked through it. We went to a lot of counselling. Yeah. And uh, just to help. Um, or work through those issues. Or maybe and it goes the other way, where he's like, "It was, it was very easy at the beginning because we got along so well because." She has such a young body. <laughs> and, and that was really appealing to me. But we had to go through a lot of counseling in order to get along with each other mentally. But it was worth it. But it was of, worth it because, because of, of her, her young, young body. body. <laughs> maybe, oh, that's no, gross. That's, maybe that's grosser. Maybe the other way. I think the other way is... Yeah, it's, it's funnier. Yeah. Okay, wait, the funny. guy who's, who's talking about how it was difficult for him to get get along with her because... I mean, intellectually, we could really relate to each other. Yeah, we, we have so much in common. And we felt like we were just in such a Soulmates. similar place but I mentally. Fe- in a way, it was like she was an old person trapped in a young person's body. Or what? at least in a young person's car. <laughs> no, wait. It was just something <laughs> about turning 36 that made me really want to start going to, like, 18th and 21sts. <laughs> And I love just, I just have so much energy and I just like to stay out till four or five yeah. in the morning. He does, he does. Oh. I mean, he can't get up in the morning, but he does. Yeah, and I just, uh, and I, and just the idea of just going and doing a bachelor's degree, that's what really <laughs> appealed to me when I was 36 because I was already 15 years into my career <laughs> as a photographer and then we met and and i remember looking at her and i thought 
there's no way I'd ever wind up with someone that young with such a young body because, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that's that doesn't interest me it at just, all. It just physically we're we're so incompatible mm. because I've got a thirty-six-year-old <laughs> body, uh, which is you know starting to decompose, mm. and you know I'm and my metabolism is dropping, and I'm sort of getting mm. bitch tits, and. Uh, <laughs> But um, but somehow with the counseling, mm. there are techniques these days with psychology, <laughs> which I've I've learned about through attending some of her psychology lectures, yeah. first year psychology yeah. lectures, <laughs> and uh, it's totally been worth it. It's been it's worth, worth it. it. The work, all the work that we've done, has been worth it. And now we're able to share so much share so we're much. able to be physically intimate yeah. which i didn't think we were ever going to be able to manage because our souls because of yeah. the young body thing yeah sometimes i, don't I just I mentioned that the pleasure of how intertwined our souls and minds were i didn't think we would ever be able to overcome that with almost it's not necessary almost physical contact flesh. isn't required yeah. like i would have been happy for it to be just a purely intellectual relationship but recently we've found a way mm. I've only just managed she to start... She wanted it. She, it was she, important to she, her yeah. that we take it to the next level, um, <laughs> a physical level. Um, and, and I think that's good. <laughs> 36-year-old. Yep. With finding a way to, to love. make <laughs> work. <laughs> Physically. <laughs> well done, sir. I take my hat off to you. And you, could you interview other couples saying just how proud they are of them that they were able to make it work? Yeah. I mean, he had so much baggage. Yeah. Yet, he was still able to make it work. He he left his, his wife, um, who was the same age as him and who had an appropriately aged body and that must have been very difficult but uh, I guess he just knew what he was so brave to leave his wife like that and interview the wife and she says look I um, initially I was upset but then when I saw how much work he was prepared to do in order to be with this young woman Mm. Um, I um, can't begrudge him yeah. a single thing. And just the guts to leave me yeah. after knowing this woman for less than a week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that man, I just didn't know he had had it in him, had it in him to be so strong and, mm. and mm. gutsy and brave. I don't think hero is too <laughs> big a word. <laughs> To use. I I respect him. I respect his choices, and uh, above all, I respect his love. <laughs> and I just, I think that the the twenty years that we spent together since since high school, for him to find something so good, makes it all worth it. <laughs> I don't think we were able to achieve that much in our relationship together. But he found something truly special. It's it's just so ironic that that should come in the body of a a nineteen year old girl. So, so unlikely. So uh, the mo- the last place. The you last would place you would think you'd find a meaningful relationship between yeah. a a thirty six year old <laughs> with a thirty six year old, but he managed to find find it. Women just mature so much quicker than men. <laughs> just so much more mature. And, um... <laughs> Do you think that's a... Th- oh. Sorry, I know that I'm, I'm breaking the bit now, which... That's fine. But, like, that's... It's been th- going on for a while. That's a thing, right? Like, that... So they always say that, that women mature... Um so much quicker than men. But do you think that's just a justification that they say because they were naively tricked into having a relationship with an older man. (laughs) (laughs) 
like that makes you feel like you've done like you've done something good. Like to say, oh well, it's because we were mo- more mature. Yeah, yeah. Or you were tricked <laughs> by an older man <laughs> who told you you were so mature. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I'm yeah. The thing about women maturing so much faster, I'm sure it's a thing that older guys came up with <laughs> to tell younger women. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Ugh. Anyway, uh, I have to go. Yeah? Right. Yeah. Well, we just hit five anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so here's the five. Uh, the seven habitats of highly effective people. Yep. Uh, all you can stand buffet. <laughs> And then this is the guys writing... Religion as a computer program. Yeah, really, computer program. Uh, fake Julia Gillard, leader of the opposition, is an Asian man dressed as as a woman, uh, as Julia. And yeah. she pretends to also be a lesbian. <laughs> well, she's also... Yeah, she's running up yeah. against each other. And number five is 36-year-old man finding a way to make it work physically with a 20-year-old <laughs> woman. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. You're the best. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.